Havel Havalim. Amar Kohelet Havel Havalim Hakol Havel. This is how um, the uh, book of Ecclesiastes begins. The preacher says, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Uh, the Hebrew word Havel, vanity, nothing, puff of air, wind. Havel Havalim. That's the, that's the singular and the plural. Listen to it again. Havel Havalim, a call, a call, uh, Havel Havalim, Hakol Havel. There are eight words. Five of them are Havel or some version of it. Nothing, nothing, all is nothing. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Emptiness, emptiness, everything is empty. Uh, one translation renders it meaningless. I think that's more of an interpretation than a translation, but it's close. Nothing, nothing, all is nothing. Have you ever heard something in your life so pessimistic, so cynical? I mean, my lands, this guy has, um, he's got some issues, doesn't he? And this little book of the Bible, Ecclesiastes, right in the middle, smack dab in the middle of the Bible, right between Proverbs and Song of Songs, you find this little, this little treatise. It's called a, part of a, a, a genre called wisdom literature. And it seems that the, the preacher or the teacher of Ecclesiastes has this bit of advice, everything is nothing. It should be shocking, I think, jarring to us to hear this kind of, uh, of talk coming out of the Bible. I mean, can you imagine if a candidate for ordination were to be sitting across the desk from the bishop and he's looking over his first sermon and he sees this, you know, and, it, you know, I, I can, you know, looks over top the glasses and says, son, is this what you intend to preach? If this doesn't drive them off, what we try next? Like puppy dissection? I mean, what are you going to do? This is horrible. This is so dread and dreary. You need to see a therapist. But I think if you read Ecclesiastes closely, if you begin to kind of pull it apart and look at it in context, you might see it a little differently. I checked the lectionary. Ecclesiastes shows up one time in the regular cycle of readings, except for on New Year's Day. If you come on every New Year's Day, you get a reading from Ecclesiastes, the same one every year. <laughs> but if you missed that day, but you came to every Sunday, for 12 years you would get one little reading, the one you got today from the book of Ecclesiastes. I decided then, as I looked at the next few weeks, it was all wisdom literature from Proverbs, from Sirach, and so I decided that we're going to jettison the lectionary for just a few weeks. And we're going to work our way through this, um, this book of Ecclesiastes and try to understand Kohelet, the guy, the author, the preacher, or the teacher. I want you to imagine him, this fellow Kohelet, as, um, as more like a university lecturer, though. He's giving these um, talks to young men. They would only be young men back in those days. Um, I always like to think that a young woman probably snuck in as, and kind of dressed up like a fella, you know, does she want to get in there? But they're all young men, and, and, and he's the lecturer, and he's, he's giving this, um, these talks to a, a very prestigious university in Jerusalem at the time. I, I always, the, the course listing, LIF 101, right? <laughs> Life 101. And, and Kohelet's going to give these talks. And, and what we have here in the Bible are his little collection of, of lecture notes. 
He's, he's giving this talk. And I thought, you know, he's so postmodern. Even long before the modern p- time, he's postmodern. He's, he's already deconstructing all sorts of ideas. And I have to tell you a little bit of a warning. Hold on. It's a little scary. And so with that, the first big lesson. What's, what's Kohelet, the lecturer, gets up in front of these university students, and what's his first lecture? How to waste your life at work. <laughs> your work means nothing. Listen to it. If you have your bulletin, open it up. It's about in the middle of that. Verse 18 is where it picks up. It's from chapter 2. So we little bits in chapter 1 there, and then about three or four sentences down, you probably should pick up at verse 18. I hated all my toil in which I toil under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to a man who will come after me. And who knows whether he'll be wise or a fool. Yet he'll be master of all for which I toiled and used my wisdom under the sun. This also is nothing. Vanity. I hated my career. (laughs) I think that's what he's saying. My toil. I hated my career. This is what Kohelet the preacher is saying. And you might say, why? Did he choose a terrible job? I mean, was he the latrine cleaner? You know, I would hate that job too. Is that why? No. He says at the very beginning of this outset that he's the king of Israel. This is what you should imagine. The king of Israel has has condescended to show up at the university one day a week and to teach this class. He had the job of being the king. And what does the job of being a king entail? Law, theology, religion, medicine, construction, scholasticism. All of that is medicine. All of this is part of his job. He has has the best job. He has the cornucopia of careers. They're all kind of wrapped up into one. And he says, I hate my job. I think he hated it after he loved it. I think he loved it for a long time before he started hating it. Because here's what he says in verse 18. I hated my toil, which I toil under sun, seeing that I must leave it to the man who will come after me. Oh, my. It occurs to him one day, why have I done all this? Why have I built all this? Why have I worked so hard all my life? I can't take it with me. I'm going to leave it to somebody else. And who knows what kind of knucklehead's going to take it and what they're going to do with it. That, that's, a, that's a a rendering from the Hebrew, knucklehead. Yeah, who's going to do? What are they going to do with this stuff? I have wasted my life in my career. So I turned about and gave my heart up to despair. I gave my heart. You hear this? I turned about and I gave my heart up to despair. So it's heart and hands language. You know, uh, it's the language of poets, isn't it? Um, I was thinking about, uh, you know, some of the, the John Mayer song. Uh, um, there's a song, Daughters. Um, I know a girl. She puts a, the, the color inside of my world. But she's like a maze where all the walls all continually change. And I've done all I can, he says, to stand on her steps with my heart and my hands. Uh, it's a story about a, 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 about a woman who can't be loved. And she can't be loved because she didn't know how to love. She, she wasn't taught how to love by her parents. And so she can't receive love. And so he said, I've done everything. I even have my heart in my hands and it's no good. 
It's a waste of time. This is the language of, of Kohelet, the preacher. I, I worked my whole life. And I look at my career, my job, and I'm so downcast. I just give my heart to depression, despair, and misery. And maybe you say to yourself, um, well, maybe he just wasn't very good at his job. You know, maybe he had a great job, but he didn't do a very good job at it. You know, he just kind of messed things up, but that's not the case. Verse 21, sometimes a person who has toiled with wisdom and knowledge and skill must leave everything to be enjoyed by someone who did not toil for it. I had wisdom, knowledge, skill. I did a very good job at my job. And I saw enormous results, Kohelet will tell us later on in the book. I had an enormous home with all the luxuries, all the servants, a fleet of camels, everything that you could possibly I had it all, all that you could possibly want. And it meant nothing. Now, I don't know about you, but at some point, you've got to get a little tired of his nihilism, don't you, right? You're like, come on, man, like, you're the king. If you don't like it, give it to me. I'll give it a run, you know? I'll see how that works out for me. Maybe I'll like it more. And I kind of imagine that actually happens in the class, don't you? You know, like like one of the guys back in the back of the class, elbows his buddy, and like, give, him, give it to me, I'll try it out. I bet I can find some pleasure in that kind of a life. But that's the point. That's what Kohelet says. If you had done what I have done, you would be saying what I'm saying now. I thought this thing through all the way through. He says this at the opening. It's not in your, in your reading. Say, what has been is what will be. What has been done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. If you had done what I had done, you had seen what I had seen, and you had gathered what I had gathered, you would be saying the same thing that I'm saying. And I wonder how many of us have experienced this same sentiment. We've worked really hard. And you look back and you say, but for what? And you say, well, Joe, so that we can eat and have a house and be somewhat comfortable. I get it. Yes, of course those things. But there has to be more, doesn't there? You know, work has to mean something. It has to mean something whether we're working in an office or a factory or, uh, you know, in medicine or, or as a mother or father. It, that has to mean something that what we did meant something. It needs to feel satisfying. Kohelet says it may for a while, might for a while, but in the end, not. Maybe we get to the point where we look back and we say, you know what? Here's, the, here's my dissatisfaction with my career. I chose the wrong career. I should not have listened to my mother when she told me, you know, or I should have listened to my father when he said, if only I had joined the circus like I wanted to way back when, I would be happier now. No, you wouldn't be. Kohelet said that's a lie you tell yourself to offset your despair. I've done it all. And if you're not yet kind of filled up with his nihilism and his um, cynicism and his pessimism, um, maybe you say, Joe, you know, maybe there's a reason why this only shows up once every 12 years in the, in the cycle of readings. You really want to go very deep into this? 
Well, hold on just a minute. Not so fast. I think Kohelet has something to say to our society, to our world. And here's why. We have more money than any human society has ever seen. We have more things than any human society has ever seen. We have careers that did not exist even just five years ago, ten years ago, fifty years ago. There are, there are things to do, things to be had, stuff to be gained. And let me tell you what we have for that. We have a skyrocketing problem with despair. Suicide, depression, even among teenagers, all-time highs. And it's going in an astronomical proportion. I read where a, a, um, a executive at a health insurance for um, Blue Cross Blue Shield, he says this, We are concerned that depression rates are continuing to accelerate, and we need to do more to identify the underlying cause. <laughs> if only we can find out what's causing this. Havel, Havalim, Kohelet would say. Vanity of vanities. The whole thing is vanity. Emptiness, emptiness. The whole thing is emptiness. Was there any hope? I mean, besides Prozac, is there any hope at all? Yes. They don't give it to us in the electionary reading. I don't know why. You pick one passage you're going to read one time in 12 years and you skip one verse. Verse 24. There is nothing better for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also I saw is from the hand of God. For apart from God, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? What can save us from despair? Nothing except faith in God. This is it. This is the only thing. If you think you can work your way or, or in a million other things that we can get to as we go through the book of Ecclesiastes, if you think any of these things will bring you the satisfaction, the enjoyment, they will not. Kohelet says they're vanity, they're empty. I have had everything that you could search for. And there's only one thing that matters. And all those university students said, pitch posh. We should learn the lesson the king is teaching. It's the most important one. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.